Hello, and welcome back to day six of the seven days of pageants and Prosecco. I'm your host, Brett here, or some people know me as Brittany, it's whatever, but I have for you guys my top, I don't know, 30, <laughs> I guess it's supposed to be top 20, but I have for you my top picks for Miss Universe this weekend, it's on Sunday, and I'm so excited. I just finished watching prelims. It was a day late, a dollar short. But nonetheless, I watched it. And I am ready to share, finally, who I think are going to be my favorites. So, I think to start off, um, uh, let me start off with my swimsuit favorites. And it's not, it's about 20, but these are my favorite contestants so far in swimsuit. You ready? In alphabetical order, yeah, it is alphabetical order. Um, first one is going to be Australia, Barbados, Canada. And if you follow me on Facebook, you know I'm an advocate for Canada, period, because I think she's gorgeous. I think she looks like a Victoria's Secret model, and she fits the mold. And I think she's not being looked at uh, as a serious contender, or people are just kind of like looking over her. But I think we need to keep our eyes on Canada. Cayman Islands, Costa Rica, Curacao, and Curacao to me has been consistent in swimsuit, um, in her headshots, evening gown. She's one of my top contestants, period. I love her. Dominican Republic, Ecuador, El Salvador, Ghana, Great Britain, Haiti, Jamaica, Japan, Kazakhstan, Kenya, Mexico, Nambia, which was new to me. I noticed her during opening introductions and I think she could be a serious contender but I think her state is going to or her country is going to mess it up I don't think people are kind of like looking at her but I think like Nambia is really really gorgeous Peru Philippines Puerto Rico South Africa um USA Thailand and Venezuela those are my top favorites in swimsuit I think all those ladies look super gorgeous I love all their bodies their walks were fierce that's my favorite in swimsuit. Now, when I went to even watch the evening gowns, I was like, hmm, mm-hmm, okay, I see, I see what's going on here. Um, so for evening gowns, and then one thing I noticed in swimsuits that I noted was that they were wearing the same shoes, and I don't know if that was supposed to be like that or what's going on, but. They were always wearing the same shoes. And I guess that kind of helped and or hurt the contestants. Now, heading over to evening gown. Now, for me, I am not really a fan of the latest evening gown trends that's going on as far as, like, capes. And we saw a whole bunch of fringe, like, for real, fringe and nude colors. And to me, and overskirts. And to me, I'm over the overskirts seriously it's supposed to be like to me it's just like a ball gown like it's just another way of doing a ball gown but I've seen it so much and we've seen it on pageant days at least four years now the capes we've seen it for quite some time 
and I'm ready for something new to wow us that's not a cape or an overskirt primarily an overskirt also high lows and fun fashion gets on my nerves too it's a pet peeve when people wear high lows and fun fashion because we've seen it do something different you can make you can change up your look but anyway in evening gowns we saw a lot of neutral colors silvers gold skin tone flesh tone colors and i'm not opposed to it because it looks good on stage and it shines and it's bright but we didn't see a lot of color and the colors we did see were red green i love um uh, belgium she had on orange that was different we didn't see a lot of colors anyway besides my commentary here are my favorites in evening out cambodia cayman islands curacao Hungary, India, Jamaica, Japan, Kenya, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Mexico, Nepal, Ukraine, Venezuela, Zambia, Russia, and Panama. Those are my favorite evening gowns, like the actual gowns. I think they were all different. Russia had a ball gown, which I loved, but I didn't necessarily like the bottom decoration of it. I like the color, like the way it fit, like the way she looked. She like a Disney princess to me. Those are my favorite gowns. So you can go back and look at the gowns that they had. But that's kind of what I would go for if I was competing. But anyway, my favorite contestants in evening gown, Australia. I think Australia is going to be one that's also kind of looked over. But I think she'll make top 20. I really do think she'll she'll make it there. Brazil, Canada, again. Chile, Curacao, Great Britain, India, and I love India because she's fighting for ovarian cancer. It's something that I fight for, too. And I think India will be a great Miss Universe. I don't know when the last time we had Miss Universe from India. I'm sure I could look it up. But I think she looked phenomenal, and I could easily see her with the crown on. Jamaica, Mexico, Nicaragua, Philippines, Puerto Rico. I think Puerto Rico had an amazing walk. I saw Puerto Rico's walk the minute she came out, even though the camera was on the person in front of her, I was like, who is that walking? And then lo and behold, it's Puerto Rico, who a lot of people have as winning too. South Africa, USA, Venezuela, and Vietnam were my favorite contestants in evening gown. And um, of course, Zambia was also kind of a surprise too at the end, but she had like a shawl. And for me, that was kind of awkward. And it just looked kind of like a big prom quinceanera dress. But... I think it was really good. And I think she kind of like looked awkward at the end when she was posing. It just wasn't as clean as it could have been for me. So with that being said, my top 20 and count it out for me because I might mess it up. <laughs> my top 20 for Miss Universe is going to be Australia, Canada, Cayman Islands, Curacao, Ecuador, El Salvador, Great Britain, Philippines, Jamaica, Mexico, Puerto Rico, South Africa, USA, Thailand, of course, Venezuela. I think Venezuela has great hair. I'm obsessed. I love her hair. It's nice and long and looks thick and it's just flying all over the place. I love it. Um, Nambia, 
Bahamas, and I really had Bahamas winning before she got there. Her and Jamaica, I I had them like as my top picks before I even got there. And then my last one would have to probably go to um let me think. Let me think. I'm torn between two, but I think I would have to go with um Kirk Kyrgyzstan, K-R-Y-G-Y-Z-S-T-A-N. Kyrgyzstan. She's the first contestant ever from her country. But I was obsessed with her evening gown and her presentation. That blush pink colors, the ruffles on the sleeves. I didn't like how the sleeve was connected to the gown. And you can kind of see the open air space. Because the dress was like a um, sweetheart style sleeveless dress almost but it was connected to the sleeves which was off the shoulder and you can see it that was my only critique with it I would just cut that off and just make it like sleeves separate sleeves from the dress but I love her gown I didn't like how she was holding it while she was walking but I think it works because it kind of looked like a ball gown and I like how it was somewhat see-through with her legs I'm obsessed with Kyrgyzstan's gown and I think she killed it for being the first time that country has ever made it to um, Miss Universe. So that's my top 20s. Now, my top five for winning, I might do seven. My top five winning overall, realistically, like, you know, you guys know some of these islands and smaller countries, they're really good, but sometimes the namesake holds stronger. So I'm hoping that, and I feel like, especially with this class, a lot of people are looking at some of the big pageant countries like Philippines obviously she is one of the top picks overall out of anyone I've seen um Philippines and Puerto Rico and um who else have Vietnam I think a lot of those women are going to be really really strong I think they're really serious contenders too but I like to always cheer for the little people um little countries not little in spirit or little in presence and I hope that we do get someone that wins that's kind of like an out of the blue country but my top five slash seven overall Australia Cayman Islands Curacao I love Jamaica and I know like I'm like I love Jamaica this is going to be top, hard top five. Mexico. Puerto Rico. That's five. Seven, I would include South Africa. USA. And I really am pulling for Nambia. But I just, I don't think it's her year... And I don't think that it's going to happen, but I'm obsessed. I really am. Great Britain was also be up there too. And Vietnam. I don't know if I said Vietnam. Okay, so that's like eight, nine, ten. And then the people who I really love to win, like to see win. Like I feel like this is hard this year. Like this class is so hard. I would love to see Canada win. Oh, I didn't say up my top five. I have Canada. My well, not realistic. I don't think she's going to. I think she'll be top twenty. I don't know if she makes it to top five. I think if people if she makes it to top twenty, 
Like, if she makes it pierce top 20, I'll be excited for that. And I think when she makes it to top 20, then people will be like, oh, shoot, there goes Canada. Like, look at Canada. And I think she would then make it down to um, being cut top 10. I mean, making it past semifinals and whatnot. But I don't think she's going to make top 20, honestly, because I don't think that we're paying attention to her. And that kind of sucks, too. Same with Nambia. I think that if we took out some of the bigger name pageant countries here, then some of these people will have an honest chance. But right now, I feel like it's it's sad. But anyway, who I would love to win, Vietnam. I think she's gorgeous. I love her with her short hair and her long hair. Um, Vietnam, Puerto Rico. And a lot of people love Puerto Rico. I think Puerto Rico was an underdog till she got there. And they were like, oh, Ooh, there goes Puerto Rico. Like, cause I feel like everyone's talking about her now, but we wasn't ahead of time. So South Africa and Puerto Rico. And I think Mexico sent one of the strongest contestants they have in a while this year. I would love to see her win. I would love to see Jamaica win because I think Jamaica has a great face. She has a great presence. And she's 19, so she's younger. But I would love to see her win. I would love to see Curacao win. And Philippines, I have Philippines winning off GP, which is general principle, um, which is like she's just going to win just because of who she is and her country and her namesake. And I think she's really good. And I, I think she's one of the strongest contestants. So if she doesn't win, it'll be like, oh, but if she does win. It'll be like, oh, of course she won. Of course. Expect her to win. I think she's done. She's doing really good. I think she's holding on to the pressure, too. I can't imagine how hard it is to be the front runner and to have a really strong pageant country like that behind you because it's like you got you don't want to let your whole country down. And I know they have different beliefs. They have a collective belief as opposed to here in America where we believe in ourselves as individuals. I know they believe in like group and their family as a whole. So I can only imagine the love and support she's getting from Philippines and hold on to that pressure. But I would love to see Puerto Rico win. South Africa, Nambia, Curacao, Canada. I think Australia is super gorgeous. Another country that I was kind of upset about, um, what was it? Was it Japan? I think it was, where she just wasn't smiling. And then she did smile in evening gown. I'm like, oh, look at her. And then she's like, stop. And then when she turned, oh, no, it was China. China, I was really upset by. I think she's super gorgeous, but I think she, I think a lot of the girls try to smile and have a serious face, and to me, it just throws it off. Like you don't have to smile down the entire runway, but I think you need, some people need to look at their faces and see if they have a smizing face or if they have like a rest, resting bitch face, because some people were like, they like they were angry walking down that runway. Um. And when they smile, they lit up. I was like, man, I wish you had a coach to tell you just to smile and do do different faces with smiling. And that smizing might not be for you. And then what really made me upset was a lot of girls would start off smiling and then immediately, like, go stone face or trying to smize. They'll walk down smiling and happy and smiling and happy. And then they realize, like, okay, I got to turn my face up. Boom. Here goes a serious face that I think is serious, but it just looks like a skull or scowl (laughs) but that's my top my top picks um I think it has a really great class this year 
I can't wait. The pageant is a few days for my birthday. So I love watching Miss Universe. And sometimes they even have it on my birthday. Olivia Coppola won Miss Universe on my birthday, which is pretty cool. And Steve Harvey, was that on my birthday when Pia won? I believe Pia won on my birthday as well. Because I remember I wasn't watching it because I was out doing something. Um, what else can I talk about? Oh, the selection committee. I love the idea of having an all woman selection committee. I love how some of them are former Miss Universes themselves. And they're all major girl bosses, like major girl bosses. I don't know if you guys are listening. Pretty much all the women on the selection committee are either like an entrepreneur themselves, was on some top 10 girl boss nomination list. Or they're the president of a company, the founder of a company, the former CE, former Miss Universes, their CEOs. Like, I love the judging panel being people who are pageant people and women leaders. And I'm glad it's not some random celebrity who doesn't know anything about pageants or a random artist who has no idea about pageants and they're just choosing them. I do like people who have a little bit of background so they know what to look for. I think it kind of makes it kind of even in a sense because um because when you have someone who doesn't know about pageants then you can easily like persuade them to choose you just by your stage presence where you're like no that's not right because she has you know look at her you know you could the things that pageant people find that's wrong that people who don't know about pageants who judge don't find wrong which is good and bad but i think from this universe we need pageant people or beauty experts or someone in the industry for our winner. Um, other notes that I have was I love the stage. I love the runway. And I love that we're walking. We're seeing the girls walk. Because, you know, in last year's or a few years ago, Miss Universes, when they had the three people come out. And we all came out at the same time. And then they're just awkwardly standing there. And then they walk five steps. And they pose and then walk away. I did not like that. Because we didn't see that walk at all. You just had to make it down those stairs and just stand there long enough. And the only person who was really walking was the first girl out of the three who was walking. So we never saw their walk. But I love the stage this time. My biggest problem with this stage, though, is, okay, so you guys know how it's like an X? The judges are at the very beginning of that stage. So from what I believe, the judges are already done judging by the time the girl is announced on the prelims, from what I saw. Like, the judges were facing the front the back of the stage so I think what the girls were being judged on was the minute they walked out on down to the judges because by the time the people on the prelims telecast announced the state they had already passed the judges and if you looked at the judges only one judge the one on the end only she was watching the girls walk the rest of the runway down the other judges I think were already inserting their score and focus on the next person behind them so that, to me, is kind of misleading to us because you have this long runway, but only people on TV are watching a girl walk this way. Like, I feel like the judges should be at the end of the runway so they can see the girl walk down the entire runway, not walk out in the beginning. Because if you looked at a lot of the girls who were already, like, at the end, where the camera was focused on the girl at the end, but if you see the girl coming out, you can see a lot of missteps happen. Like, I saw one girl trip on her dress and adjust herself and then got to walking another girl who was it guatemala her fringe on her dress was at the bottom 
So the way she was walking, it was like smacking her ankles, like going around her entire legs, smacking her ankles. And I could tell it was uncomfortable just by looking at it from the distance. And so then she like stopped, let her fringe fall, and then started walking and then it started swaying a different way. And the judges saw all of that. And granted, Guatemala walk was kind of awkward. Her and Kosovo had awkward walks coming down that runway. But the judges didn't see that, so that didn't count against their score. I think the first few steps are what counts to your score. So for me, that's kind of off-putting because the way the girls pose at the end should be considered, their walk all the way down to the end should be considered. Like At a certain point, the, the girls don't have to come with their A game the rest, of the, the rest of the way down the aisle. They could just walk regular because they're, they're no longer being judged. And then they had them walk back and then walk, like, bustle right and walk down another runway and stand there. And at first I thought that was awkward, but then I was like, no, I understand because if this is your only time on stage, then at least let me be on here long. So I did think, like, their little waiting section was kind of weird. And I saw Albania was doing something fun with her hands where the audience was going crazy. So I guess if you only have a few minutes, at least let me soak it up. I wasn't opposed to that, but I was just really opposed to the judges being so close to the beginning of the runway and the girls not being judged. Because they didn't get judged on the way that they posed at the end or the way they turned and looked over their shoulder. It was super cute, but I don't think they're being judged on it. Unless the judges have cameras and a monitor to see the rest of it. But that was my biggest takeaway. And I don't know if anyone else caught it, but I didn't like that. Also, the lighting during the swimsuit was kind of suspect. At one point, one contestant was completely dark. And I think the audience started booing. But, like, the lighting was kind of weird, too. And then it was also dark around their feet during swimsuit. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, And that then the ages for some of the contestants kind of threw me off. Like, there's two contestants that are still in high school. And I know Miss Universe is 18. But some of the girls, the oldest is 28. So from high school to 28 is the age range, but that seems kind of wide to me. I feel like maybe we should start it at after high school, but whatever. There was also a handful of piano players, which I noted because I played a piano too. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I love that there are so many piano players or people who were playing instruments for a long time. What else? What else? Oh, the makeup on some of these girls did not look like stage makeup to me. It looked like everyday makeup. A lot of the stylings made me really upset. I know some people would be super good if they had on eyelashes. And I was so upset. Like, man, if she had on eyelashes, it'd be so much better. Like, I think Great Britain looks super good. But I wish she had on bigger eyelashes. I don't know if she had any on or at least longer eyelashes. There were some girls who like they didn't have on makeup at all. And I was like, oh my gosh. And there were some people who came all the way correct. And they looked gorgeous. But eyelashes, please, ladies, wear eyelashes. It really helps a lot. It helps a lot. I wasn't a fan of all the fringe. I'm not a fan of fringe. It just, to me, it looks weird. and It hangs weird off dresses. I think it looks nice in the light. But I just don't like the idea of fringe. And it just looks so outdated to me. I know it's like... We're bringing it back, and it was a thing back in the day. I don't know. I just don't like fringe, and we saw a lot of it. Mm, whatever. Also, um, Israel 
wearing pants during evening gown. That was refreshing. I liked the outfit. I don't think I liked it for an evening gown alternative because it just didn't come off as fancy enough for me. It's hard to judge a pantsuit versus like a ball gown or compared to a ball gown. So for me, the pantsuit, I like the idea of wearing pants for evening gown, but I just didn't like that pantsuit that she had on. I just, it was black and white. It was cute for what it was. I think it would have been great for interview. It just doesn't look like it's fancy enough for like a red carpet pageant stage look. I don't know what kind of pantsuit is, but I'm sure I can find somebody. Um, Janelle Monet wears a lot of pantsuits. I'm sure she might have one I can look at. But I, I just, I don't know. It was just an to me. It was okay. No, nothing wrong with it. I just, it would be hard for me as a judge to compare that next to someone wearing a dress. Um, there was also a lot of high slits, honey. High slits all the way up to Jesus, it looked like. Like, jeez, I'm trying to reach the cookie jar as a kid. And this slit, this slit is trying to reach the cookie jar itself. <laughs> but there were some high thigh high slits. And I was like, okay. Some slits was going all the way up all the way up the hip. It's like, hmm, okay, okay, okay. Well, I love a good leg. I think I have great legs too. So if I was out there, I'll definitely have my slit all the way to the sky as well. And then I don't know if anyone else caught this, but during evening gown, when Malta was coming out, the audience was like yelling. And it sounded like a group of people in the audience was yelling. And it didn't sound like they were cheering for her. It sounded like they were like getting into it. And you could tell, you got to watch it again, the prelims. But when Malta came out, somebody was yelling. Like it was like a guy was yelling. And I could tell like she heard it and she was distracted by it too. And you know, that if we hear it in the telecast, then it's super loud in real life because it has to get picked up by the microphones. So she looked and you could tell she was kind of like, I don't know, disturbed or noticed it. And I don't know if they were cheering for her, but it didn't sound like it at all. It sounded like an angry yelling. And like I said, I love Belgium's look. And there was a lot of neutral colors to it, but... That is my take on prelims, and I hope you guys enjoy my top picks. I'm curious to know who other people have going and who you guys are cheering for this time around. But I cannot wait to come back and talk about the pageant recap with you guys afterwards, after Sunday. going to be another part of my seven days of pageants and Prosecco leading up to my birthday. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope... Whatever glass you're sipping on, whether it's empty or not, but go ahead and just finish it. Might as well. And tune in to tomorrow's episode. It's going to be another goodie for you. But until then, peace. And thank you for tuning in.